Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back into Sports Talk. Going right out to Costa Mesa, California, where Saints color analyst Deuce McAllister has been watching practice for the day. Deuce, I know we got word uh, from the Saints that so far the game will not be moved in any direction at the moment it's still going to be a six o'clock kickoff uh it's just a crazy situation for this team to go to california a place that they don't get hurricanes there and somehow it, it ends up following you and the saints man i don't know what the weather we got going on i mean they just want to i know they love us because they give us all that heat but i mean we don't we don't need the hurricanes to follow us either and so uh you know always interesting i think it's 80 plus years since the last time that they've had an actual storm that hits until, uh, you know, first and foremost, like you said, we want people to be safe and the football game becomes irrelevant to say the least when you, you've got lives at stake and, you know, people uh, will be without certain items. And, you know, you particularly from a power standpoint, uh, we've, we've been through it. We know exactly what it's like, but of course, a lot of these people have never been through it. So it's going to be, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to say the least. Yeah, two to four inches of rain, whatever might come about. Uh, uh, we don't have a problem with that. But in uh, California, all of it's a sudden. The wind. Yeah, it's that, the wind, Bobby. No, but a tropical storm. Dude, the winds are like 40, 60 miles an hour. You can, now, you can have mudslides. I'm telling you, they're more worried about the rain and the mudslides. Uh, I'm telling you, that, that's what they can't handle. Because if it rains like four inches there, is like uh, 16 to 20 inches here. Uh, that's what I think. Uh, that they're not they're not used to handling that. And uh, the bottom line is, uh, you know, like Coach Allen said, the safety of everyone and uh, the NFL. You know, obviously they're going to pay attention to that. Now they say it's it's all going to go forward and 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 happen at the same time. And uh, but that could change within hours or tomorrow morning. It could be completely different. But uh, the the one thing, Deuce, you know, you might look when you look at the, I don't know Weather Channel or whatever you, you're looking at, it could be a Category Four. But you know, what's the difference between there and where where we live? The Gulf of Mexico is so warm. And yeah, well, it's, the, it's the water hit cold here is going to cool, yeah. cool it off. That's, yeah. that's why when it hit, it's it'll only be down. a tropical storm. Yeah, yeah, it's going to go down. So uh, listen, for them, it, it, for us, we just look at it. Oh, we need the rain, uh, you know, and we got it's a rain event. Instead, but uh, with that being said, uh, as far as an event today, uh, Deuce, it seems like in two practices is a kind of give and take both ways, and uh, where are we hanging with the charges, and what's your take? Because the charges are perceived as probably uh, you've heard this uh, one of the most talented teams 
that always underachieve. Uh, how do you view us going against them? And as far as the competition, I know you, you go back and forth, uh, but it seems you're right there uh, with, with a team like the Chargers, even though they have so-called like franchise quarterback in Justin <clears throat> Herbert. Yeah, I think it went back and forth, Bobby. And I think when you look at them, they are an extremely talented team. And I think, you know, the window that they're entering with that team, uh, they have to take advantage of it. You know, and so, you know, what, whether they make moves uh, after this season, if they don't hit the expectations what they should, you know, uh, you'll just have to wait and see. But, yeah, I do think that they are a talented team. And, you know, for the most part, I thought the Saints did hold their own. You know, today I thought that the Chargers did hit a couple more runs against them that they didn't have yesterday, and that was particularly particularly uh, Austin Eckler, uh, he was able to just to cut back. And he, he had really great patience. He was able to cut back on a couple runs. And, you know, a couple times, though, obviously the Saints uh, were, were able to stymie him. And so um, their tempo as well. You know, we bragged and talked about how the Saints' tempo was so good. And I can guarantee you, after they looked at that tape, their offense, their tempo was a lot different today. I mean, they were they were really humming as far as – getting to the line of scrimmage, trying to run plays and just try to go out there and execute uh, just because, like I said, it was noticeable when you look at the two films and, you know, when, when a drill is finishing and, you know, what a guy's doing on the side. I mean, it was, there was one point in tier, it was like Saints, uh, Saints offense against their defense. They were just sitting there talking for about seven or eight plays just because uh, the tempo for the other, uh, for, for the Chargers offense, they were just so much slower and Laid you know, they weren't getting delayed. <laughs> yeah, they weren't getting delayed of gains. But I mean, it was just like, man, there's no urgency. That was a little bit different today. And so I mean, it, it was intriguing. Uh, today, there was an interception. Uh, Hugo Amade uh, did come up with an interception today. And so uh, another guy that had a chance at one was Marcus May on the sideline. And it was interesting for him. It was really athletic play. He was going, he's playing that safety position and looked like they were trying to throw a uh, trying to throw just a uh, a corner route, and so he was able to undercut it, Bobby. And he gets he get he catches the ball, but he knows that he's not going to be able to get both feet in. He threw the ball, or he was trying to throw the ball back into play, so the corner would be able to come and get it and, and complete the interception. I mean, it was really really an athletic play, but in in that process, he kind of hit himself throwing it back. But uh, you know, just a, just an athletic play by him. And like I said, that's that's the one thing that we know from a defensive secondary standpoint. Uh, the Saints have to do; they have to come up uh, with interceptions. And uh, you know, I, I guess when you're going to put any type of downer on a practice, that was Marshawn Lattimore kind of leaving the practice. Yeah, well, uh, did he have leave. an ice pack on his knee or something, or what was that? Yeah, but he took it off. He okay. took it off. That's what I'm saying. He didn't leave the field. He went over with the doctors. Um, you know, they looked at it kind of out over there on the sideline, and then he goes back, and he's just hanging out on the sideline. So since he's standing out there, they put an ice pack on it. And then, you know, I guess after 15, 20 minutes, took they it took off. it off. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, they took it off. And so he, he he never put a brace on. He never put a sleeve on, anything like that. And, you know, just 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 walking by him, he said, I'm good. You know, and he, he said, I'm good. And so uh, I, I left it alone. But he was the only player that kind of did at least leave practice. He still had Andres Pete out there. Andres was in his pads. He was got him some work in down on the lower field, uh, didn't participate. The other player that was out there season was out there. He was not in uniform, but, you know, he got him some work down on the lower field. Demario Davis, same thing, not in pads, got him some work in. Taysom was out. He wasn't out yesterday. And uh, so to have Taysom out, he's got the headphones in, listening to the play calls. So, you know, he's involved, but 
he wasn't in pads as well. So, you know, today and also for me, I told you guys yesterday, I focused mainly on the back end as far as to see all of the action. Right. Well, this time I went down and watched some of the one-on-ones with the offensive and defensive linemen. And, man, it's tough when you got five groups going. <laughs> right, right. You, you, you don't have, you, don't have uh, you know, ten eyes. I mean, yeah, well, hard. yeah, I mean, but you got you got five groups. You got the ones, you got the twos, you got the threes, and now you go to the other field, and it's the same thing. And it's like, man, you know, hopefully they at least slow it down where you can look at a rep and you try to switch over here and look, you look at another rep and look at another rep. And it's like, man, this 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 isn't very productive. But, uh, <laughs> you know, just to see it, I thought Brian Breezy, he's got a nice little spin move. I've seen him use it a couple times, particularly in those one-on-one situations. He's got a nice little spin move that he used and he was able to win a couple reps and like I said a guy like uh, Passion, Passion not only won some reps, reps in the one-on-ones but he had a pressure on, on, on Justin Aver where he just kind of he had to throw it in the ground. I mean he, he, he kind of threw it away. He had, to, he had to throw it away. And well so, we counting uh, on him he, Deuce. Uh, we, we, uh, well, he's thought, in a rotation. He flashed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought that he flashed. You know I think that uh, Overall, we, we, we've talked about Granderson and, and how he's done really well. But, you know, at the same time, it was good to see Passion be able to have, you know, a win or two. And then I think overall, when you start to look at that defensive line, Cam Jordan consistently was almost able to get in the backfield. Now, you know, obviously you're not going to touch the quarterback. You're going to finish, try to finish it off and make him step up. But, I mean, in, in certain situations like that, I figure that's either a, a chop by Cam going by the quarterback or he's going to force him inside where they are going to get that sack. So I thought that Cam, you know, today um, really got after the quarterback a pretty good amount. And then, um, you know, I know Foskey, a lot of people are saying, well, can he win? Can he play? Can can, can he help? Did he do something he, today? He did something yesterday, huh? Didn't he? I, th- I, thought, I thought that he flashed a little bit more, but particularly the kid can run. The kid, the kid is a big guy. He could run, and when they were doing punch stuff, I mean, he was he was running with I would say the linebackers, true linebackers, you know, off the ball linebackers. And I'm like, man, he looks good. He's just got to get it to slow down. And I think you know, for for for, for the most part, he may be overthinking it and not just playing football. And so, Bobby, you know this where uh, the coach told me I need to take five steps and then throw it, not take the six and a half steps and throw it. I mean, because, like, you're probably going to be late. You're probably going to be late on certain throws. But for him, it's almost he's like – the coach told me at three yards to make this step. At two yards, I make this step. He's overthinking it. You know, yes, mechanical. I would love for your foot. Yeah, I love for your footwork to be perfect. But if it's not, go make the football play. Yes, we can continue to work on on, on footwork and some little stuff. I mean, but I think that you know when he stops thinking so much that he's gonna he, the the light bulb will completely go off for him or at least come on for him. Now, uh, dude, speaking of light bulb uh, clicking. Uh, tell me if you think this is way out of line, because uh, my opinion is not. But you know, everyone has different opinion. I think right now the trust factor, Derek Carr to Jawan Johnson. Now I heard 100%. Chris Olave did a lot better yesterday than he did today. And you look at Michael Thomas, and really a tight end is like a receiver. Who cares? Whoever's catching the ball and we moving the sticks. And we know Derek Carr knows how to utilize the tight end. Look with Waller uh, when he was healthy, what he did there. So. I mean, Deuce, it seems like that uh, Jawan Johnson has definitely, right now, I know it's still early, but has taken that next step in his confidence level and the communication with cars where it needs to be right now. It's not even close. 
it's not even close. I mean, Derek, Derek Carr loves to throw to the entire receivers anyway, whether that's a tight end or a slot. But it's, it, it's, it's not even close. And here's, here, here's a key thing about what you just talked about, Bobby. Here's the, here's the thing. You are going to either roll a safety down to Michael Thomas or at least underneath coverage, and now outside, Chris Olave is going to have one-on-one. Chris Olave will have one-on-one. And if that's the case, the guy that will eat is Juwan Johnson. The guy that will have the best matchup is Juwan Johnson. And so he's going to start to see different coverages. I mean, because, like, right now, teams aren't bracketing him. But if they do bracket him, then what are you going to do outside? Because of the speed. And the other guy that you're going to throw in there is is, is Rashid Shahid and his just pure speed. Are you going to put a, a your number four corner on him, or it, will it be a, a third corner? I mean, and so by having Michael Thomas, and 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 I know you know we could talk about opinions or um, where, where is he, he at? at? Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, where is he at? We can we we can talk about that. That that, that that's, that's, a, that's another show. That's fair. Yeah, that that that, that 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 that's another show. But I've I've always said since he has come back. You don't need 2019 Mike T. You don't need Offensive Player of the Year Mike T. Right now, that's who Mike Thomas wants to be. Right. I mean, because he is that driven of a player. He is that you know player that wants wants to go out and dominate. But this Saints offense doesn't need Mike T to go out and catch 14, 13 passes for it to be successful. Uh, just because you do have other weapons that literally, I mean, you have other weapons that literally, because of his presence, can go out and excel. And so, uh, Jawan Johnson is definitely one of those players. But he's 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 worked on his craft. He he and Derek Carr are definitely on the same page. He had one catch today, and he had it yesterday again. I mean, and the defensive back just couldn't run with him. He could not run with him, and he goes across the field and he scores, and he he makes it easy. He makes it easy, and so if he can continue to show and do and do that consistently, man, it's it, it, it's going to be fun. Now, Deuce, did they do uh, any uh, like red zone two minute? You know how they always do situational down a distance and all they did that. Both. They did both. They, they did both. They did both, and so because we were uh, outstanding right on red zone defense yesterday. Yeah, well, well, I think there was one play where the Cardinals off. I mean, the Cardinals, the Chargers offense got into the end zone. I think it was one play, you know, outside of that. And I think that may have been in team drills. But outside of that, uh, red zone-wise, they they were moving the ball. You know, he probably would have got stopped. It would have been close a couple of times. But the Saints defense was really good. I mean, there there, there, there were not – I'm talking about this is after Marshawn had left. And so you've got the back-end guys, uh, you know, just making plays. Paulson Adebo. Uh, I heard Paulson yeah, well, Adebo had a yeah, nice Paulson, practice. Paulson Adebo, Alante Taylor, and even, you know, yeah, you had – some other guys just flashing and showing up for you. I thought uh, Isaac Yudum. Uh, I thought he did you know a nice job on a couple of uh, of, of pass coverages. And so um, Saints defense held on uh, in in all situations, whether it was red zone, two minute, or whatever you 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 name it. Saints offense. Outside of, I think, one play that Alvin was able to hit them with, they tried to blitz, and now Joy Bosa yeah. was trying to cover Alvin <laughs> on a wheel route. Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, but he, of course, uh, of course, it didn't happen. Alvin goes in and scores, and, you know, Derek saw it perfectly, releases it. But outside of that, the Saints offense probably did not, uh, I think, one fourth down situation, they came up with a sack. It was just too much pressure, too much pressure. And a couple, couple, couple times, here's the other thing that you remember um, no Andres Pete. 
And, you know, obviously we know he hadn't been in there. So now Hurst is playing that guard position. And then on the other side, you don't have uh, Cesar Ruiz. So, so what did uh, Deuce, how about Trevor Penning? I mean, he was like, was he hanging or was it? He, he hung one time. I know one time there probably would have been a hold on him against Joey Bosa. Joey kind of looked. He didn't like it because he, he, he took him down. And this was a pass. This is pass hit. This is past that. He kind of took him down, kind of a snatch snatch move. And, Bobby, you know, that's almost where you let the guy get into you. Now I right. snatch him down to the ground. That's always going to be a judgmental call. Flag wasn't thrown, but, you know, uh, the refs the, the refs are definitely out there. But, I mean, for the most part, he held his own against going against Joey Bosa. But I, I, it's just too much leakage. Too much leakage, though, in certain situations. And anytime any defense uh, gets to – kind of get after the quarterback, they're, they're going to be able to, particularly when they know you have to pass, and, and that was no different today. Deuce, curious about rookie running back Kendra Miller. I thought uh, saw he was doing a little bit more practice today. Yeah, yesterday it was uh, probably a lighter day with him just to be able to go through some stuff, and today he did get some uh, – he, he had a nice run, one or two nice runs uh, against the defense. And so for him, even with that brace on, he kind of still looks explosive. You can still see that – kind of feeling his way through it, you know, whether it's a limp or whatever, just trying to feel his way through it. But he had a couple of nice runs and had a, a catch or two that were really good as well. So just continue to try to mix him in. I know uh, – uh, what's our other back? Mayweather. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mayweather the, the was L- one that he had. From, from yeah, he, he, yeah, Ellis had some uh, nice runs, nice physical runs. And, you know, obviously they participated in some of the special teams uh, stuff as well now. Uh, Kendra did not, but I think that you know his his number flashed a couple times for me in some of the special team stuff as well. Now, uh, Deuce, what about uh, that's why I think because uh, a new team, I know he could play; he's a veteran. But I think uh, the Saints will want to see him in this kind of game, like Jalen Smith. Uh, uh, the, w- w- did you see anything with him out fantastic. there? And Bobby, fantastic. fantastic! Oh, I like that. Yeah, fantastic. I like that. Bobby, fantastic. There were one or two run plays, and even in pass coverage, I mean, he's he's feeling it. I mean, he's feeling it. And so I don't know how comfortable he is yet completely, but you could tell he's played a lot of football. He's been in different defenses. He's he's comfortable in that. And so he's just finding, trying to find his keys. I mean, but he he looked really, really good out there, Uh, you know, just being mixed in with the guys, whether it's the ones and or twos. But you could see there's no hesitation on him. There's no hesitation. He's he's going, he's seeing it, reading his keys, and he's going to making a play. Now, uh, Deuce, and I said this earlier before you came on, uh, and you talked about how back-to-back, like red zone defense, and this has to continue because, you know, uh, whether we play in the Titans or Derrick Henry or whatever, uh, so what if they get a couple of first downs? Uh, you just got to bow up. And the Saints, uh, this is not an opinion. This is what they've accomplished. The Saints have been unbelievable in the NFL. For instance, uh, like in 2021, we were the number one red zone defense as far as not allowing touchdowns, and last year we were number six. So if that continues, uh, you know, to me that's a win in this day and age when you look at, okay, you're not giving up a touchdown, you might give up a field goal. So uh, if that continues, uh, that helps you to be in a lot of games and just look at scoring defense, you know, where you're giving up three instead of seven. Yeah, well, any time that you can force them for, for, for a field goal and not give up seven, you're, you're only helping yourself. And, I mean, for an offense, you have to be able to 
be complimentary to your defense. Right. But, you know, if that defense can do anything like that, and so you teams get down there, they get inside the red zone, they get inside the high red, and they still can't score. You force them to field goals, particularly, though, now you're inside the 10, and I can force you uh, to, to have to take a field goal. Man, that, that, that is elite. That is elite defense. And so, like I said, we you, you, you want them to continue that type of trend. The only knock, if I got any knock with the defense, is can you create more turnovers? I mean, can you create more turnovers? Yeah, amen. And then, and then the other part of it is, you know, um, do the Saints continue to have to um, use personnel uh, to be able to get pressure? And what I mean by that, traditionally the Saints haven't used a lot of NASCAR for defensive ends. Over the last couple of years, they've chosen to go, as, and we know it started really with Chauncey, uh, with three safeties, three big nickel. And, and, and now when they go big nickel, instead of having that fourth uh, lineman on the field, they'll go three down. They, they, they've been going three down, and they'll put, you know, extra safety and or linebacker on the field, and that's how they've been using the, the pressure packages. And so uh, now you talk about teams being in third and long situations. That's, that's the defense that the Saints have played over the last couple of years. It hasn't been a true NASCAR package where I have – four guys that just truly get after the quarterback. Saints have used really coverage, but also used, um, I don't want to, I guess a scheme and schematic to be able to, you know, use DeMario, use a Caden Ellis, use guys like that to, to pressure the quarterback. And so it'll be interesting where they feel the most comfort uh, when it comes to four down or three down. And, you know, can they get pressure and can they create turnovers? That, that That'll be the key. Deuce, definitely thanks for the time. Hopefully you and the guys will be able to have a call on time. Or if they move the game up, uh, that'll work too. But uh, hopefully you guys get out of town and back home safely as well. Mike, you know what? The the, the, the toughest guys, it's tough on our crew because we have to set up too. But you know who is the toughest on? Our our great engineer, Robert Carroll. (laughs) Well, no, uh, that's what I said. He has to set up. But it's toughest on the equipment guys. Oh, it's yeah. toughest on the equipment guys because they can't get any equipment in. The Rams play right. on, on on tomorrow night. I mean, so they play Saturday. So the Saints have to wait until all that equipment is out, and now they have to go in there and try to flip that locker room and get all their equipment and everything set up. That's to the toughest job, particularly if you move that game up. Those guys might have to pull an all-nighter. I mean, just because they can't get in there. Yeah, that was brutal how the NFL ended up working that out for SoFi Stadium. Again, Deuce, thanks for the time, and stay safe out there. All right, Deuce. All right, thank you, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.